Hi everybody and welcome to the second installment of the Air Streaming Sojourners. We're coming to you today from uh, just outside Kansas City, Missouri. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And uh, where we uh, left off, we were departing from Duck Creek Village, Utah and headed on our journey where we will go all the way to Quebec, Canada, turn around and uh, head down the eastern seaboard and, and come back uh, down along the 40. Uh, but um, again, where we left, we, we left Duck Creek, Utah about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, a, a little later than we wanted to. On Wednesday, September 11th, but that timing allowed us to catch a beautiful sunset through Capitol Reef area as we were headed to Bullfrog Marina um, in the northern part of Lake Powell. And Capitol Reef National Park is an amazing place, and uh, we we do regret that we couldn't spend a little more time there on this journey, but we definitely will um, make it there again, maybe in the spring. Uh, we, we wanted to, of course, uh, depart and, and put a little distance in our rearview mirror, so we didn't really have time to spend too much time in Capitol Reef, but for all you other Airstreamers and RVers out there, it is a must stop, must-see location. So we um, spent Thursday at Lake Powell. We dusted off our 22-year-old kayak and got out on the water. It was so peaceful and calm. This time of year, uh, that part of Lake Powell is very quiet. Um, and not to mention the the temperatures are, are super nice. It's, it was probably about 80, 85 degrees. Um, not too hot. Lake Powell, that area of the desert can be 100 degrees in the summer, so it's just a real nice casual temperature to get out on the water, spend a couple hours uh, kayaking around. Um, and then from there, we left. We Actually, while we were kayaking, we saw the ferry coming over, and we had the understanding that it was not running. We thought it had a part it was waiting for, I believe, you had read on line. Yeah, the, the ferry is the uh, Halls Crossing ferry, and it actually shaves off about an hour or so of travel time to get back to the main road uh, if you can take the ferry. Unfortunately, it had been down for, I think, for almost two weeks waiting for a part, and uh, we were a little disappointed to learn that. But while we were kayaking, we, we saw the ferry come into the landing, talked to the uh, ferry operator crew, and found out that it was the first day that it was back online. Uh, and we were able to actually be the first uh, people to board the ferry that next day. For you Airstreamers and RVers out there, yes, you can get on the ferry with an airstream or an rv and a tow vehicle and a tow vehicle we we definitely took up a lot of the ferry but um we were able to use it it's not cheap uh, i think it cost us almost 70 bucks to i think they charge 25 dollars for the vehicle and then 15 dollars per foot after. no $1.50 per foot 15 dollars per foot would be a, a <laughs> lot of money so it, it ended up being close to 70 dollars but um I think it did shave off probably a hundred miles of travel that we would have had to endure uh, to get back on the road and, and back to our itinerary. And it's relatively quick. It took us about 30 minutes to get from one side of the Colorado River to the other. 
And then we were on our way. Yeah, it's a nice, enjoyable ride. You uh, come across the other side, and we're able to continue our journey uh, en route to Durango, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. Um, so from Durango, gosh, it's been a few days now. From Durango, we cut across through the Rockies. Yeah, we had a, a, a nice trip through the Rockies. Um, beautiful weather this time of year, not too hot. Uh, definitely a spot we'd probably like to spend a little more time exploring some of the wonder and parks of uh, southern Colorado. However, uh, we we are on a tight itinerary because we do want to try to catch those fall colors on the eastern seaboard. And being that it's already September 15th, we... Uh, so we wanted to, you know, beat feet and and get on the road, try to make some time. Uh, yesterday was a a yeah. long day. We left uh, Durango, Colorado, and and came all the way to Kansas, uh, across the the lower part of the state. Uh, some beautiful scenery, and we ended up staying uh, the night last night at a at a truck stop of all places. So in Colby, Kansas. Anyway. Colby, Kansas. So for for you airstreamers and RVers out there, you're you're probably aware that you know that you could pull into WalMarts or truck stops, and uh, we had the option of either, but we we chose to just pull into the back of a truck stop and and get lulled to sleep by the the <laughs> harmonic uh, hum of the diesel trucks in the parking lot. Uh, wasn't wasn't too bad. We actually slept pretty good, and in the morning you can get a really crappy cup of coffee. At the uh, at the truck stop, and uh, uh, there's a whole host of fried food to um, eat, such as um, I think like a corn dogs, and there's uh, those uh, biscuits, and they got biscuits, and then they had those I don't know what they call it's like a taquito that they roll up, and they have like nine different flavors of it. But anyway, we we stayed in Colby, Kansas, and and then hit the road again today. Another long day to get all the way here to. Uh, the east side of Kansas City. Uh, one of the topics we wanted to talk about is the the KOA membership or the Good Sam Club memberships. Are they worth the, the money and the effort? We have been staying mostly at KOAs, and I think we get 10% off um, when we stay each night from the regular price. If you, yeah, if you buy the KOA membership, and uh, one of the benefits is they do give you a pretty handy book of all the different KOAs and some of their accoutrements and oh, embellishments. Direct their directory, that, yes. Yeah, in the directory of each of the ones have. It also is really great uh, in helping you plan your trip because you can find kind of roads where the KOA might be or make little detours so you can get to the KOA sites a little easier. Um, the other membership is, of course, the, the Good Sam Club. Um, we do belong to that as well through Camping World. Yes, that's associated with Camping World. So you get a discount for your purchases at Camping World, and I believe a percentage off at the Good Sam RV parks, although we've not stayed in one this trip. We haven't been at one yet. I think you also do get some towing and recovery uh, insurance or uh, benefits as well. Um, the, the only one beef I do have about the Good Sam Club or Camping World is whenever you go in the store, they look up your membership and you might have nine months left in your membership and they want to sell you, uh, you know, 
sell you. Uh, well, oh, you need to. You only have nine months left on your membership. Do you want to renew? And it's like, I have nine months left on my membership. Or I, why don't I just keep it going with what I have? Anyway, um, we feel that we feel that some of these clubs and especially the KOA is actually a good benefit if you stay. I think it's like fifty bucks a month or a year, and uh, so if you stayed ten nights in a year, then you've earned your your membership fee back. And we'll definitely stay ten nights in KOAs mm -hmm. during this trip. Yes. So while we were driving here from uh, from our entry into Kansas into Kansas City, uh, one of the things Michelle and I talked about at great length is. What we were going to have for dinner. And of course, being Kansas City, we wanted to try Kansas City barbecue. I did look it up online to see what was the best place. Um, Joe's barbecue, I think. Smoky Joe's. Smoky Joe's. Um, it's located in an old gas station. However, it's closed on Sundays. So we were out of luck today with that. So we, we were able to find a, a barbecue place that's uh, local here to where we were near the KOA. And we ordered some, uh, I think they called burnt ends. Yes, I think it was burnt ends and some brisket um, to try, which I believe is one of the more popular meats they have here in the area. Uh, overall, you know, it was pretty good. We we come from the central coast of California, so we're used to... Santa Maria Barbecue. And, and the way that they make tri-tip over there. So we have a, a very discerning palate and are definitely considered... We definitely consider ourselves connoisseurs of good barbecue. Uh, overall, we enjoyed it. And uh, tomorrow we are heading to St. Louis. And we're looking forward to trying out a place called Pappy's Barbecue. Um, it, it has some really great reviews. And they're well known for their for their ribs. So um, we got our toothpicks and our dental floss ready to go. <laughs> yep. So we're going we're gonna to try some, some of that food. Um, we'll be spending a few days in St. Louis, and after uh, we're there for a couple days, we're headed to Indiana, Indianapolis, Indiana for a couple days. So if any listeners have any suggestions for us of food to try, we'd like to try foods from the different areas we pass through. Please share them with us on our uh, Instagram um, page. Yeah, which is Airstreaming Sojourners with a Z, and uh, just give us any recommendations or Spots that we have to go see and try out. We're especially interested again uh, in looking for really great coffee shops and coffee houses, being that our our summer gig is running a coffee shop out of a 1969 Airstream in in Duck Creek Village. We do appreciate good coffee, and and so far we we haven't had a lot of luck. Uh, the the Love's Coffee Shop or the Love's <laughs> Truck Stop is I wouldn't consider it anywhere near gourmet coffee, but It'll do in a pinch. So thank you for listening to our podcast. Um, we look forward to bringing you uh, more details of our adventure as we depart. Uh, I guess our next episode will be from Indiana, Indianapolis, Indiana. Maybe, maybe St. Louis if we, if we get a chance. Yeah, if we have some good connectivity and we'll, we'll get back to you guys. But thanks for listening and uh, enjoy your, your uh, week. Bye-bye.